Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. You are beautiful. Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Cass. I'm Ruby. And we're fine. Super fine. Tired. Quite tired. But fine. Yes, but fine. Tired. Because the reason we're tired. Yes. Yes, we did exercise. Joel and I went to our F forty five class this morning. Yep. I'm like, I know I'm going I'm going a little bit more than you. Uh, uh, yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> only, I was like, only one one day a week. No, two days a week. Because you're going three times because of your wrist still? Yep, yep. So I've been told to only do it three times a week and then exercise recovery stuff for the rest. Yeah, I'm I'm finding myself reappreciating the weekend. Because I only, I only signed up to do the sort of, um, you know, five days a week. So I'm going during the week, early morning. And so in in the weekends, I don't I don't have to get up to go and and sweat, <laughs> so I'm appreciating a lie down, <laughs> and I'm like I haven't experienced that in years, <laughs> just years. Yeah, I think I think it is that thing. Like when it gets to the weekend, I'm like, oh, we got nothing on, but then sometimes we do have stuff on, mm. and then sometimes there'll be days during the week, like you know, as podcasting is both of our jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our soul jobs. Mm-hmm. Every now and then during the week, there'll be a day where it's like more admin stuff. So I yeah. won't be needed to come in specifically, or there'll be a day where we are just doing admin stuff. So it's like work from home and it's like, oh, I can do something this day. So it is a bit strange. I'm excited to reappreciate the weekends again mm-hmm. when I can exercise to my full. <laughs> I know I always feel more productive when I physically go somewhere to achieve a task. If I achieve mm. a task at home, doesn't feel that great. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, eh, it's just part of my house. <laughs> well, Big I feel whoop. very proud of both of you. I feel like a proud mum. <gasps> Thank um, you. Because then I can feel a sense of achievement, like you've done something and I can I feel proud about it. Well, <laughs> I personally have done nothing. <laughs> you supported your friends and that's exactly. always something to feel good about. Oh, yeah, I feel real good. Thank oh. you, guys. <laughs> Anytime, Bruce. Anytime. Okay, so uh, George, as we're recording this, George is still over over state. Uh, fuck that up. Interstate. Uh, <laughs> he's in the Comedy Fest, Fringe Fest, all those festivals. So I figure we'll take this opportunity to answer some more emails. Yes. So today's question comes from someone who is looking for help in dealing with sort of a sticky situation socially. So they're with some friends recording a podcast, but they've got one member who is 
always chronically late. Ah. And so it's getting really hard. They can't really schedule around them. That doesn't really suit either. So it just keeps getting to the point where this person keeps rocking up late and they don't really have an excuse, it seems. And they're just wanting to know how they can address this without coming across as, to put it in their way, a, a huge knob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is a very specific one. We can go specific and then we can kind of go broader because, um, again, being late for a podcast, I'm going to assume that the podcast that you're making is a hobby or something that you're doing for fun um, and it's not so much a profession or a business. Uh, Having created this network and having been in a situation or several situations throughout the last six, seven years where we've had to have these conversations of like, you know, we're taking the next step and we're going away from having a little project to a hobby from then a hobby to what is in in essence a job and then Mm. being from like a part-time job and then going from a job to a full-time job and then going from that to a career. And so (laughs) every step of the way, I've had this conversation with a variety of different people and we're in a position now where I'm having this conversation also with a variety of different people because now it's not so much uh, as a as a company that we are making these changes and we're entering new phases. It's the individuals are in a different position. So, for like say for example, in this room, yeah. this is you know uh, me and Cass's full time job. This is basically a hobby for you, Rubes. Yeah. So the the idea here is you know well you know if if Rube was always late. I don't think I'd have a leg to stand on because, you know, this isn't a job. This is just something she's doing as a hobby. Uh, and, or, you know, in the, I won't put words in your mouth. <laughs> uh, I would, I would, I would come from the, like, the, I think that because this is mm. your profession and because it's your um, career. And when, like, we step into this studio, this is your place of work. Mm. Um, like, even though it is a hobby for me and we find it difficult to find time to record mostly because of me, because I do have a full time job out of this. Mm and other commitments so if it's ever if we're ever in a position where i off i'm offered a paid day of work yeah. or sans pants i always go for the paid day of work no offense no, um, oh my god fair enough <laughs> but um i think that it would be completely within your right if i was always like rocking up late and dicking you guys around for you to be like hey rubes please stop coming because <laughs> this is still your job and i've got yeah, to treat yeah. that with a, mm. an element of respect um mm. it's still your time your i'm wasting your time essentially if, mm. your work day if i rock up late well, fair enough but from my perspective it would be like i would be not awkward but it would be on me because i feel like there's like w- this is our career it's our chosen thing you're doing mm. this out of like choice because you know this is your day off or whatever and so for me getting shitty at you i, I feel that would be a dick move on me because a you know it's like well we're not paying you or that, that kind of stuff or you're just out of here because like hey i like doing this whereas you know again if you're doing again this is comes down to so many different factors yeah <laughs> it's very it's a weirdly nuanced question so because I remember very early on when we kind of went from being um, as a sort of project based out of a university to then being a little bit more of a hobby and then going towards um, this as somewhat as a potential job where um, myself and one of our co-hosts um, was like, right, yep, this is this is the path now, this is what we're doing. And then I remember the, the, um, uh, the other co-host 
in the middle of like we're doing you know, we, we bulk record so in the middle of like that kind of bulk recording session we had like a personal engagement that was we were meant to go to and that so me and the one we're like well it's fine we'll we'll rock up late because we have these things to do and the other person really wanted to go to that social event because at that point there was still in that kind of like this is a social gathering of such this yeah. is a social yeah. mindset and he looked at us and was like I am just very concerned that you guys are treating this as more of a job than a hobby. We both looked at him and went, yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. And that's when he realized that, oh, things have changed. And that can be a bit of a problem. Like, we've lost a few members, as it were, you know, in part of this big group. Because of that change is because mm. they've gone away for X amount of time, come back, and they've realized it's not just a hobby. It's not just a couple of friends or whatever kind of chat and shit it's now a bit more of a production team mm. and realizing that well this isn't what i signed up for this isn't what i wanted to do so i don't know if i want to do that and there's been that sort of conflict where it has either we haven't confronted it and it has blown up or we have confronted it and it's like well do you do you want to do this and you know that's where it sort of comes from it's kind of just like understanding of of where everyone is at so you know, you need to kind of work out if you're doing this. And you can, you know, people start a podcast for um, many different reasons. Like I used to listen to uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mew's podcast. And like, even though I sort of dropped out of listening to it and sometimes like the stories or the content was kind of samey and it ended up just not being for me, I have nothing but up the utmost respect for that podcast because it was started to keep Jason Mew sober. And so it didn't really matter in terms of, like, what they were doing. That was just their way of keeping him in check. Mm. And and I, I really respect that and I really enjoy that. And I kind of, you know, have nothing but utmost respect for that. So when it comes to this, it's kind of like, well, what, what are you doing and are you all on the same page? So if it is a, a podcast of, say, three people or four people or whatever it is, you know, can you do it so it's... So, so it's without them. If if they're coming chronically late and we're talking two hours late every single time that you guys have set, a, set aside to record, treat this like you would any hobby. If this is your D&D campaign um, and someone is always chronically late, they're always not rocking up, it's very frustrating on, the, say, the three other players or how many other players you've got. If this is your, if you're doing an online game and, you know, this is your guild or whatever and you're running a raid and you're one person who's always late. The thing is, everyone is replaceable. Um, that's a wonderful thing about life. Cool! Uh, <laughs> is that, um, look, if one person doesn't want to do it, that's okay. Someone else will, or we can do it without you. I sort of had that because, you know, I used to do play uh, World of Warcraft a lot when I was uh, my younger yet, younger days. And it was this concept of like, right, we needed, you know, 40 odd people across the fucking world to get together to do a fucking dungeon, basically. And the people running that up top were just like, look, I understand this is a big commitment. So if you can't do it, just don't. Just don't. Just don't mm. commit yourself to that yeah. because once again, <laughs> and it's like that weird little, uh, little like, not advice, but that weird thing that people can kind of say to you or you kind of overhear, it just sticks with you. It was that every single person's role is replaceable, including my own. So <laughs> no one here is special 
everyone else can like someone else can fill your role and fill your job so stop making this about you this is about the group so that's sort of been my philosophy as it were for a long time when it comes to sort of group activities is that everyone is replaceable how how you end up in like weirdly how you get to a very good position in this company it's like you make yourself irreplaceable you make yourself stand out and you make yourself be like no one else can do this job so i'm like you fucked me you got me over a barrel <laughs> well done you some bastard but in this situation if you can move without them move without them uh, you know how many times do you want to give them uh it depends what you want to do it depends if you want to be like look i don't want to be a knob yes but if you're like I, I want to pursue this and I want to do this because I enjoy doing this. And this comes down to the reasons why you do things. And so whenever anyone comes to me and be like, hey, I want to start a podcast, I always ask why. Why do you want to do this? Are you doing this to keep in touch with a friend that you might not necessarily keep in touch with? And I'm like, great, that's a good that's a good reason to keep in touch with a friend. Because you're like, hey, we, we enjoy something, we enjoy talking about whatever that thing is, and that's a good way for us to keep in touch because we've been, you know... We haven't seen each other for a while, and this is a way to make sure that that friendship continues. That's a great reason. Jay and Silent Bob get old. We're doing this so that we can keep, you know, in touch with you know, Jason Muse staying sober. Great reason. I'm doing this to have some fun. Great reason. I'm doing this because I want to make money. Bad reason. <laughs> I'm doing this because I want to get famous. Bad reason. So again, think about why you're doing this, and then kind of like realize, you know, okay. What what is my internal motivation here? And then ask the other people involved, why are they doing this? Because you'll find that maybe they're not on the same page as you. Mm -hmm. And if this person is two hours late or however many hours late, to me that sounds like they're probably not on the same page as you. I think they're, they're probably definitely not, not on the same page. <laughs> yeah. They're probably not taking this maybe as serious as you want to take it. So that's fine. If that's what you want, if you're not, if you if you can kind of like meet them at their level and be like, you know what, you're right. I'm 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 maybe putting too much, you know, my eggs in this basket. I think I was going to be the next, you know, uh, Mark Moron, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just look. It's fine. I'll I'll tone myself down and we can have a bit of fun. Or you can be like, well, no, I really want to pursue this. I really want to do this as a thing. And this person over here is kind of dragging us all down. So, look, I'm very sorry, but this is what the rest of us want to do. We kind of want to pursue this as a, either a serious or a semi-serious thing. And if you're rocking up X many hours late, I just, look, we're going to do this without you. So, are you in or are you out? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. as well, if you're doing life. it with a group of friends, if your friend is chronically late, mm. and maybe some people just are, some people are just yeah. incapable of going to anything on time and keeping a schedule. And in, if that's the case with your friend, maybe try and find a different avenue hmm. to spend time with that friend, something yeah. that will suit their obviously their lifestyle a bit better of constantly being late. Hmm. Because even if you don't take it seriously, even if you're like, uh, this is not a career for me, I still think that if your friend was a good friend, they would probably respect your time a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I, I have... I just have a personal massive pet peeve with people <laughs> rocking up late for things. And I'm somebody who tends to be late to a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I try to not make it a habit. And if, if it's something I take seriously enough, like I don't think I've ever, ever been late to my job. 
I've been there for like 18 months now. I don't think I've ever clocked in late because you don't go late to something where people are relying on you. Mm. People need you there, so you just have to be there. And if it means that you're always – I'm always early and it's really frustrating because there's nothing to do. I just sit around in the staff room drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least I'm not late. At least I'm not the person that people can't rely on. Mm. But uh, last year I did a play, which was just something I did for fun. Mm. Uh, and I do theatre every now and again. And I'm shocking at it. I'm not very good, and that's fine. This is not something I want to pursue as a career. <laughs> I'm not going to win an Oscar anytime soon. But I have a lot of fun doing it. I love community. I love the the supportive sort of nature of doing a production together. And last year there was one person in my production who was late to every single rehearsal, and we would do maybe two rehearsals a week, uh, one in the evening and one all-day one, and they would be – one to one time they were four hours late uh sometimes they wouldn't yeah sometimes they wouldn't show up at all but mostly it was like about an hour late and it was consistently every time and the first time it was like sorry i had car troubles and then it was like sorry traffic was really bad and then sorry i lost my keys and then when you're getting to like the eighth time it happens you the person's just got an issue with rocking up on time and we just started to discuss do we tell this person rehearsals on an hour earlier than it actually is do we cut them from the play how many Mm. chances do you give someone before you're like this person's just wasting my time yeah and it got to the day where the person didn't show up at all i like next time we saw them I completely lost my cool and I was the only one to do so. <laughs> I was like, I was the knob in that situation and I just I just went off at them because even though it was something that we were all doing, no one was going to get paid for it. It was just a fun thing that we were doing together. It stopped being fun because we were just sitting around. We couldn't rehearse without this person because it was a really small production. There was only five people on the play mm. and it all it was a very like meaty, liney, play there's lots mm-hmm. of lines to learn and there was it and everybody's on stage from start to finish yeah, right. so we couldn't even do the rehearsals when they weren't there so we were just sitting around and it got to the stage where it's like yeah it doesn't matter if this was something i was doing for fun in my spare time that was still a whole day of my life that i wasted on yeah. this person that i could have been like off working or spending time with people who i really like my family or my like <laughs> partner or something and i was like i just looked at them and i was like you wasted 10 hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it really goes back to one of that very, like, harkens back to, like, an early episode about, you know, with time management and where you put your time and where you want to kind of, like, put your energy towards. And it is very frustrating if, again, I don't know if this is, you know, the person who emailed in. I don't know if this is, you know, what you want as your career or hobby or this is a bit of fun. I don't know what that is. But, you know, as we're talking about, like, time is a very valuable resource, especially as you get older. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is this kind of thing to be like, it's very frustrating that you have put aside some time for this and then the person you've either, you know, wanted involved is kind of does, doesn't have that same kind of worldview or same kind of, you know, um, level of... Respect I guess, for your time. <laughs> <laughs> really respect. I kind of want to say prior, prioritize. Yeah. yeah. Everyone it's, has different priorities. Yeah. yeah. But and, I think part of having good empathy is being able to work out 
what other people's priorities are as mm. well. So mm. I, usually the more time poor somebody is, mm. the more punctual and efficient they yeah. will be. And the person, this person in question, uh, like I, at the time when we were doing this play, I was at university, um, but I was also working full time. So my time was really poor. Plus I was doing sand yeah. stuff. It was a bit crazy. It was when I started doing Why Am I Sad? And I was like mega stressed. Like, <laughs> Um, overcommitment overcommitment yeah um i'm a chronic overcommitment person but at the time this person in the play wasn't working and they weren't at uni um, and this was all they were doing and i think it was easy for for to get caught up in sort of not filling your days with things and things start to sort of time starts to blur a bit when you have nothing else on and how you don't have reasons to leave the house and like I did feel sorry for them that this was obviously like there was a very dysfunctional person and I felt bad but there's also like so far my sympathies would extend when it happened like yeah. the tenth and twelfth time. It affects yeah. everyone in that yeah. instance, and I think it's the same when you're doing a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Even though, even if you're just doing it for fun, doesn't mean you're still u- choosing to use your free time to do that. And there's a gazillion other things you could be doing with your free time besides waiting for somebody to show up. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm, I, I will. I I feel like I need to speak <laughs> as a <laughs> chronically late man, as someone who is chronically late. Mm. I um hope i am never hours late to something i would think i'm not that bad hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, what if I am? Um, I know it's it's something that I know for me, I always, like, I just, every single time, I will gauge how long it will take me to do something and I'm wrong and it kills me. And every time I'm late, I feel really bad. I've, I will like, you know, if the F45 we went today, I was, I left earlier. I left earlier. Oh, no, you were, you were arrived before we started doing the warm ups, and I was so proud of you. <laughs> like, I was I'll, like, oh, hey. I'll show up and it'll be like, I, I thought I left earlier. Like, I thought I planned myself more time. And then as I, like, and I'll just forget about things. And I don't understand. I don't know if it's that I start getting stressed about timing and getting mm-hmm. ready so that when I start getting ready I just start forgetting about different steps so that when I get there I'm like oh my god I'm on time but you forgot to consider parking you forgot to consider walking and like yeah. getting somewhere and being like park and oh my god today there's no car park oh no like I got here early and now I'm late again like it just it's all these things and I I hate it it's I wish if I could just snap yeah. and change something I would it 
kills me. The I will have stress dreams where mm. I am hours late to something and it hurts yes. me so much. <laughs> like I'll be in my dreams and it feels like time is like a like goo I can't wade through and everything takes me so much slower. Like I had a dream the other night, which is like, oh, my God, it's such a dream dream. But it was my year 12 formal and we just had muck up day at high school and I'd come <laughs> home to get ready for year 12 formal. And then all of a sudden I was so late that I missed the formal and I missed um, mm-hmm. I missed the after party in the city. And then, um, <laughs> well, it's very late. And my friend from work, Zoe, also friend from outside of work, but it's very dreamlike, where um, I was messaging her and I was like, I, I can just drive and pick you up. Like I, I'm still getting ready. And those dreams I have are horrible. I'll wake up and feel so bad. And then if something happens the next day, like I think mm. the day after that, I had to uh, – we, <laughs> we were about to go to uh, uh, Hanging Rock at 5.30 in the morning the next day. So the next day was at work, went home to have a shower so I could sleep over and we could all wake up together and go. And then went home to have a shower the shower took longer. My housemate was home. She's never home. So we were chatting, completely lost track of time. And the thing that I thought was going to take me an hour took me two and it killed me because I just, <laughs> I had to get ready, had to pack my bag, finally saw someone that I hadn't seen all week, chatted to them, lost track of time. And I was just like, it was like a dream. And it just feels like yeah. cr- being crushed without any pain. Like mm. it's just like everything is a, a translucent fog. It's it's like a goo, it's and like it kills you. Okay. Um, that being said, the the idea of being late makes me feel so terrible because it it it's like I respect everyone else's time. Everyone else's like I don't think I'm any better or more valuable than people, and it just uh it just hurts to know that I'm yeah. late. But every like, single like, time, I don't well, mean to be rude. Sorry, no, just, please, please uh, just go it's in there. Like you being late, it's part of your character. Like if you if you were in like a video game, it was like you know your character stats. There's a little bit of bio about you. It, it unfortunately, cast number three is going to be like always late. It's that <laughs> high up. <laughs> Jesus. Like, no. I want to know my stats. <laughs> yeah, what is one and two? Can you give us our stats? Oh, Thank man, one, off two, the top three. of my head. Ah, oh, come on now, guys. I'm just doing a bit of yeah. comedic power. One, no. stress. Uh, stress, yes. <laughs> two. Stress, two, pragmatic. <laughs> one, no, stress, pragmatic, non-confrontational. <laughs> That's for you, Rubes. Uh, for you, Cass, it would just, for some reason, moves wrong is at the top. Uh, <laughs> That I oh god that makes me thank you. <laughs> Moves wrong, great fashion, late. Um, oh, great fashion, yes. That's so nice. You would be, I think. Um, yours would be. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good way to sum up like your really good work ethic. So maybe just work ethic. Um, suave. Oh, I'd put suave as your oh, second one. Oh, right. Maybe yeah. okay. Maybe instead of work ethic suave, it would be businessman. Businessman, and then slash. Businessman suave. Yeah, yeah, so like all the suaveness all of a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I was doing together. it, it would be businessman, future dad, <laughs> and then a f- and then instead of a d- description, it would be a picture of you in your dressing gown and slippers, <laughs> <laughs> looking really snugly. Yes. And with the knowledge that everyone else in the house was somewhere else uh-huh. and you had decided not to go. Yeah. Lomo. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get on Lomo. I'd say incredibly accurate. I, I, to comment on Cassie's lateness, mm. as somebody who finds lateness quite frustrating. Understandable. Um, it's bad. It feels bad. Yeah, but there's also, I feel like 
there's a lot of different factors that go into someone's lateness. And I feel like uh, intent is one of them as well. I never, ever feel like Cassie. Cassie's usually hmm. always late, but she's always late like five, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. And you can get. It's never a problem. No, it's never an issue. I don't feel like my time has been wasted by Cassie being five minutes late. Because usually what happens is I rock up and then I greet everybody in the studio and I make myself a cup of tea. And by the time I finish doing that, Cassie's there. And then we go and start recording. So it doesn't actually Mm. impact my day at all. In fact, it gives me a little buffer to get myself a hot beverage (laughs) um, and find a deck of cards so I can start my solitaire. It's all good. And also Cassie's like a a chronic apologizer as well like she'll come in and be like sorry 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 <laughs> it, it feels bad every time it's it's like a literal description of hell when people say that you get tortured forever but it never gets better every time i'm like i'll like the the amount of times i remember when we were doing um we had a regular recording day for D and it would be like um mm. get there at 12 and then we'll start recording and because it was with everyone in the house, what would happen is I would get there at 12 or 12.10 and then as I got there, it would usually be everyone's still waking up, everyone's having a shower. It's sort of like if everyone's there at 12, we can start when everyone's ready. But because it was like get there at 12, I would always run in, like run to the door and be so stressed and get there and burst in. I feel like exudiating a stress energy. <laughs> and then you'd be on the couch in your dressing gown with your slippers hanging off of your, the ends of your feet being like, Hey, you're here. Can you wake Jack up? <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, yeah, okay. I have an inconvenience because I think that's what crushes me. And I think when people do start being like, oh no, it's okay. It's like it's not though, because like all those little five minutes and. Well, that's the thing. It, it depends. <laughs> also, the work environment that mm. you yeah. have. I have not cultivated a work environment that is punctual. I have not cultivated <laughs> one that requires us to be recording by 11 o'clock, you know, 11 a.m. and we must be there all the time. I haven't because, you know, we are a bunch of creatives and as much as I would love to be setting everything to a stopwatch, it's just, you just can't. So, you know, yeah. part of this company was that, okay, cool. Well, I know of certain things. I know that, you know, Cassie going to be like roughly a little bit late. People are going to kind of, you know, wake up when they wake up and they're going to want to kind of, you know, do things sort of like that. Jack is a really weird anomaly in that he can be ready basically whenever we want him to be ready. It's he a will... superpower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the man will sleep 12 hours a day if you let him. But if you're like, we have to do something by this particular time and you either... Either he wakes himself, no, you wake him up being like, all right, we're recording in 10 minutes, he'll get up, shower and be ready. Those are the kind of, you know, like qualities weirdly of him. Mm. So I know that that's to me a bit of a non-factor, but I'm a person who loves sleep and doesn't get enough of it. So I'm like, well, if everyone loves and enjoys sleep, let them sleep a little longer. And I think that's, you know, know, conducive of a better work day. So I haven't really put that, you know, external pressure on everyone to sort of be here on time and that kind of stuff. It does, you know, of course, when we have, you know, other things that that are live, like a live show or a Twitch stream or something like that, where we have to be on time or something like that. But by and large, I have tried to make it not a um, Mm. set time. Yeah, and I also think that when it comes to your friend as well, you've got to... And this is what makes it really hard because obviously you need to juggle your priorities, your priorities mm. in recording versus your um, your priority in your friendship. And I think that if you're if 
you can, you know, you can speak to, it's all about like open communication. If it's something that's really bothering you, I do think you should speak to them about it. Um, And I feel like if you like 10 minutes constantly, it's not really going to impact your day or recording. If somebody's late an hour every time, that is an issue. But when it comes to like people like Cassie, who are Cassie, who's chronically five minutes late to everything, um, it's not, it doesn't affect my friendship with her at all because she shows her friendship in so many other ways. Like she's a very generous person in all aspects of her life except for she's five minutes late to everything. And But that's okay. That doesn't bother me at all because yeah. I know she still cares as a friend. And you've just got to look at your friendship with this person and say, are they trying to make up for it in other ways? Do they know it's a problem? that they're mm. always late? Are they acknowledging it? Are they at least self-aware? Are they trying to make up for it in in other ways in the podcast? You know, are they putting in a little bit extra somewhere else or are they just chronically late? Yeah, like, and, and that's the thing because we can be like, oh, here's some like little tips and tricks because I know when I was in high school, my mum used to set the clock in the garage about half an hour like, <laughs> yeah. later just so that I'd be like, on time because I, I, I was I always had trouble getting up and getting to school on time. And so there's always like little tips and tricks. Like you can tell them that you're starting two hours earlier and all this kind yeah. of stuff. But that's just tricking your friend into arriving on that time. And also if your friend's mm-hmm. smart, they'll catch on soon enough and just be <laughs> four <laughs> hours late. Also, <laughs> they'll adjust and they might just adjust out of spite. Yeah. I would like to try and give my own advice, but there was no way I could do that without first confessing my own <laughs> sins on the matter um i i find something i know with i know with twitch streaming for me personally the way i am and i i legitimately am trying and and it just um i think for and again for me personally the things that impact all my decisions going into a thing being like okay i like with f45 like we Mm -hmm. start at 9 30 and so in my head it's like you get there at 9 30 and what i need to do is actively remind myself being like no you need to get there at 9 20 so there's time for a park time to go in time to sit down and everything because i will always when i think of times of starting i'll think of that as the time to get there and that's incorrect with the twitch streaming i there were a couple of weeks where I got there too close to when we were starting. It was like, oh, my God, as I was on my way there, it was like, we have to set up. We there, There's all this stuff, and then you guys set up for me, and I felt terrible. Mm. And then I got there and sat down and was just like, oh. And I, and, I, and I walked in, and I was like a big ball of stress and sort of sat down and was so embarrassed and realized I hadn't even said hello to anyone because I was just like, sit down and get ready. You're so late. <laughs> and then I felt worse, and then I was like, I'm so sorry. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I want to cry. And a lot of us like, hmm, what? Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So. So for that, um, like when I'm planning for that mm. now, it's like, no, you need to get there like half an hour, 40 minutes early. Yeah. So that's things that I have to do to be like, okay, if something starts that time, I have to, before it's time for getting ready, like the day before, be like, you need to think about what time you, you all the things that need to happen, what time you actually need to get there. Um, for your friend, it sounds like it's a different situation, but as someone who is quite late and that's what helps me, Mm. maybe if you, and it's not necessarily tricking them, but if you say like, okay, we're going to start recording at four or whatever. So you say, everyone get there at three, Mm -hmm. we'll set up everything. We'll, you know, um, if it's like a a hobby type thing with friends, um, maybe like if you get food or something or you like, you know, have tea or whatever, you can say, we'll get there at three, four or four o'clock start or half an hour or whatever. And it gives sort of 
a window and it gives a better expectation of what needs to happen before the recording starts. Because, the lateness buffer. Yeah, I mean, and really, if it doesn't work, I apologise deeply because that just wastes another hour of your time. <laughs> I, that, this is how I'm always on time for work is mm. because I can't function. Like, I'm a... I'm a super grouchy person in the morning, like <laughs> to the point where, like, sometimes I thought my partner might leave me because I'm such a cow when I wake oh, up. Oh, like, Ruby! <laughs> <laughs> morning, honey. Slap in the face. <laughs> if you're listening, okay. I'm sorry, and I, I do love you. And <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said when I was tired. Um, but I, I have to have coffee in the morning because I do, yeah. I do a customer-facing role, and it turns out that you can't be a total asshole mm-hmm. to people who are your guests. So I have to go and get a coffee. Sometimes I have even two before I start work. And so if I have a nine o'clock start, I have to get there at 8.40 in time to like walk down to the coffee shop, get a coffee and then come back again. So my aim is to always get to work by 8.40. And then sometimes I am late. Sometimes, you know, things happen. I, I, I misjudge mm-hmm. my time in the morning and I'm still always on time because my aim is to always get there 20 minutes early. Um, so I can get a coffee. Just means I start my work really grumpy because I haven't had a coffee. But at least any everyone who needs me to be there, I'm still there. Like I, mm. I haven't um, let anybody down in sort of mm. that circumstance. But yeah, having that sort of aiming to get there early because really you need to work backwards. You've got to be like, how long is it going to be generously? How long is it going to take me to find a park? How long is it realistically going to take me to walk? Do I get a coffee on the way? La, 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 la. Like, and like today we were supposed to start recording at 11 and we actually were all here on time. And then I just <laughs> chatted for an hour. Socializing happened. <laughs> Socializing happened. And really, oh. I should have gotten here earlier. I should have gotten <laughs> here at like 10 to socialize for an hour and then start by 11. And I felt bad. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. It was sort of like we all came in. I, um, I was late because we, yeah, we did F45 and it was like, yeah, like we finish at 10, 15 and it's like, yeah, we'll start at 11 and it takes me, you know, I've got 25 minutes of travel time within that space and I was like, I need a shower. So I got here a bit late and I don't know, I think it was sort of sweet because we came in and I quickly, I left some chocolate here last night and so I started eating the chocolate (laughs) and then Zamet started making eggs. I was like, oh, Uh, Zamet's making eggs. Put on some tea. Ruby, do you want some tea? Yeah. Oh, let's talk. Let's chat. (laughs) It's about reading the room because like other people in the the house and that kind of stuff and everyone's chatting so I'm just like, yeah, I got time to make eggs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's, it's all right, everyone's. Because there's no real big deadline right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's... Uh, and I think that's fine. It's really nice having a workplace where you can come in and you can be that casual. But if you're, fr- if that's, and if that's a circumstances, it's a circumstance of your recording mm. and your friend is always late, then maybe do what Cassie said and try to get them there a yeah. lot earlier so you can have that like buffer mm. to set up and things. But if your friend, if you've got a really tight mm-hmm. window and your friend is still continuously late, like if you guys are all working full-time <coughs> jobs and you have somewhere to be after you record and this person is always late, I think you need to do what Zaman said and you need to sit them down and yeah. work out if you're all on the same page of what this podcast means to you. Because even if it's something that's just a hobby, if you only have a really short window to do that hobby mm-hmm. that you really like, that's still really important too. God, and yeah. like they should be able to respect the fact that maybe you're time poor. Or if you're taking this seriously and you want to actually be professional about it, they should respect that too. Yeah. You're just going to make sure you're on the same page. And also maybe like 
I don't know, maybe be a bit of a knob about it. That's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've all been that person before. You, so. it's, not, it's not always in terms of, you know, using the phrase being a knob, it's not always that you are going at it with sort of what knobbishness Nobby infers, <laughs> like that mm. it's, it's being like cruel or whatever, sometimes seeming a bit abrupt, especially with friends if you want to bring something up no. like that that you know it's going to clash, you sort of want to go about it in a more gentle way because they're your friends and you don't want to ruin that. But I think Ruby and Zam, it's spot on. Like if if you've got this situation that keeps happening, I reckon talk to them about it. You can even open with being like, hi, I've, you know, be honest. Like I haven't brought this up because I respect our friendship. I don't want to be rude to you, but this is something that's really important to me. So can we talk about it? I think that would be best because then it's one-on-one. If it's really, really stressful, you could even have sort of like a, a whole team meeting and be like, let's work out what we want from this. But mm. um, yeah, I think speaking to them one-on-one about it no, and just, just be honest, like just say, I, <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but I really think this is important. Yeah. yeah. And maybe offer to help the person. Like, yeah. if, 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 like think about why they might be late. Are they chronically late? Because it ta- it's really difficult for them to get to the recordings. Are like, do they not have a car or something? Maybe you could organize to carpool together because then you're always going to be like heading in and out at the same time. Or like, is does the or if the person lives in the place you're recording and they're still chronically late, then you've got a, then you've got a real issue. But yes. um, try and think of maybe reasons why the person's late. Maybe they have a really busy schedule and they can't work around it. And then maybe you need to start looking at being more flexible around them and stuff. Mm. So try and figure out what's going on as well. Yeah, it's all, all good questions. Quick, quick little diversion because I've just been like having a bit of. Th- Cass, quick question. Yes. How much, like time-wise, because I know mm-hmm. this is not just you, other people in this company are also late and I yep. had this discussion with them. For you to get from basically your house to anywhere, and I mean anywhere, what is that time? Everyone will have a base time limit to be like, oh, yes, I am. my house is literally, say, 15 minutes from everywhere. And this is how I found out. Another person in this company, why they're always late is because they always assume no matter where they are and no matter where we're going, it's 15 minutes away. Do you have that? Do you have like a base level of like, ah, yes, I'm that. As soon as you said that, I was like, that's stupid and ridiculous. But thinking about it. Yeah. um, Like it's silly. It's ridiculous. But I think everyone... Maybe look. I'm so, look. I'm just a little hunch. I'm just kind of thinking about it now. I'm like, I'm just wondering. Does everyone in their own head be like, yeah, ah, oh, to get from A to B, that's pff, 15 minutes. I have no matter what. I have like I think three categories. Mm-hmm. So here and it was like this house, one of my really good friends' houses. So relatively like close trips. So close trips to 10 minutes, okay. which I think is accurate. And then sometimes there's traffic, and I get <laughs> I, I come here and I'm genuinely shocked um when i lived further out sort of in more suburbs like getting into the green wedge because it was sort of the you've made me realize this now oh my goodness so so, um in that in that area because uh it was coming so that it was very much if if i wanted to do anything it was going into the city and if i wanted to come home it was coming out of the city the traffic was quite it was almost like the infrastructure is not perfect for what it is at the moment. It's a growing area, so it would get a bit bottlenecked at time and peak hour would really, would really affect it. So in situations where there is no traffic, mm-hmm. it would take 15 minutes. In, in normal every day, it would usually take half an hour-ish. Mm-hmm. And if it was really busy, it would take like an hour. And 
when I oh I'm too optimistic. <laughs> if if I'm getting somewhere, I'll get into the car and genuinely believe that it'll just be faster today. Yeah, <laughs> and that kills me. I will. Uh, Google Maps is really really good because it does the live traffic updates. I know they're not 100 percent accurate at all times, but they're a lot better than guessing. Yes. Um, so I will look <laughs> them up. I've got like places around, sort of like a one or two suburbs over that I'm like, oh yeah, 20 minutes, 20 no, no. 23, which in my like, you know, you round up, you're like, oh, Tony, it's like, no, 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 you need to round up. Like, <laughs> you need to leave more That's time. That's basically 20 minutes. It's almost 10. <laughs> yeah, so Always I know. Round up. I'm already there, to be honest. <laughs> for for work, I'm always like, That's 10 minutes. And I think the journey legitimately is 10 minutes. Me getting downstairs is not. Um, <laughs> I I think I think the, the better question for me would be. If I call you and you're not ready, how long will it take for you to get ready? Because I, and I, I've mentioned this on the podcast as well. I think someone on Reddit was explaining like, oh, I think this is why people are late is they will judge how long it takes to do something in the shortest time it's ever done. And I always think I can fit more things in because of that. Today, I didn't wash my hair because I was like, oh yeah, like logically I'm like, I could have, I could have a quick shower. I've had a quick shower before, but it's like, no, 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 no. Your quick showers don't involve doing the whole shower. You can't wash your hair today. You don't <laughs> yeah. have time for that. I did my hair in the car. Like, you no, you don't have time to have the shower with the hair. Okay. You get smelly hair. Don't wash your hair at your friends. Your hair smells. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, um, I started almost being late for work for a while, and it was happening, like, day after day and I was like is the traffic because I do take public transport and I was mm. like maybe the traffic's just been really bad recently but I realized that I was starting to push the limits of how long it was going to take to get to work every time and um I have three connections to make to get to work um so I go tram train bus Trains, oh trifecta <laughs> I know uh trains and buses have really fixed timetables Trams are supposed to, but they, they kind of go every, like, five to ten minutes, mm. depending on the time of day. Mm. And at the beginning, I was taking really early trams, and then I kept pushing it back and back and back and taking later and later trams because they kept coming every couple of minutes. And I was like, oh, but if I'm on the one that's, like, three minutes after this, like, really, how late could I be? Until one time I was almost late, didn't get a coffee, was a total bitch at work, was like, okay, that's my <laughs> limit. Um, and you've got you've to – and now I've gone the opposite, and now I'm always early again because I'm doing the reverse. But I feel like when you have a car and the short amount, I haven't had a car often, but when I do have a car, I tend to be more late because you never factor mm. in like getting a car mm. park and you always have the most optimistic view of traffic. You're oh. always like, oh, I'll be fine because I'm in a car. It's like way more direct. And like how bad yeah. can the traffic really be? Very. Yeah. And I think <laughs> when you're sticking to, I'm always early for things because mm. I mostly catch public transport and you have to stick to a timetable. So you mm. always end up kind of early because this is just how it rolls. Like sometimes I'm like 30 minutes early through things, which is also kind of rude, but also <laughs> the next train would have made me late. So hey, hey, yeah. So you just got to like come mm. at it from the opposite angle. I, I you gotta, gotta, you've got to think in your head you're going to hit the worst traffic ever, ever. And then if you don't, then it's just a bonus. Yeah. I know my mom used to do a thing. This is not related to being late, but when – she was going to a new place, what she'd do is she'd factor in getting late time. So, I'm sorry, getting lost time. So if she was navigating away to somewhere new, she would factor in getting lost time. And if she made it there in the 
specify time and she didn't get lost, she got to find a cafe in the new area and reward herself with a coffee and get something <laughs> nice for herself. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, and I, for a while, I just be- because it's not a habit for me yet. I and then when I start pushing the boundaries of how late I'm going to be, I just get stressed and don't think. I need to constantly and actively remind myself of the things I need to do. So what I reckon I should do is just put like a note on my door being like, it takes you 20 minutes to have a shower (laughs) because the shower is only a couple of minutes, but then you've decided to have a seven step skincare routine and you, and you keep thinking, Oh, it's not going to take me very long to put a cream on my face, but then you wait for it to dry and then you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. And uh, Oh my God. And you got to take into consideration just standing in the shower looking at a corner, you know? I actually don't do that very often. No, I do it way too often. <laughs> Sometimes, so, now that I it's getting a bit out. colder, I yeah. like today, and we did just go to exercise as well, so I put the hot on and I was like, oh, hot, good hot. Yeah, I think I just hot need to be good. very consciously yeah. being like, what do we, what do we do? I look. We we don't usually do goals for these ones, but I'm making goals for myself <laughs> of, for, for the next few events. I have to write out a list because it's not a habit for me yet, and I need to make it one. Because yeah. at the moment, being late is a habit, which makes me feel <laughs> disgusting to say. Like it just it, 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 it kills me. <laughs> it kills me so much. I will have. I don't have nightmares about monsters. I have stress dreams. <laughs> Where it, the monster is me. <laughs> oh, that's great. I keep having the dreams of, like, we joke about this, like, off, off mic and everything, mm. but I, I basically have the dreams of a 10-year-old boys. Really? One time I dreamt that I had a dog and it used to jump on roofs. I woke up smiling, being like, that was great! <laughs> Another time I had a dream me and Terry Crews were best friends. Oh, it was yes. just like, all right, sure. I feel so sorry. For the ten-year-old boy out there who is just having the worst dreams imaginable, I'm sorry I took them from you. I stole your dreams, child. (laughs) He wakes up and is like, "I don't know what a wife is, but mine, mine was into some bad stuff." (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know why, but I'm stressing about a business I don't run. So yeah, um, but yeah. So all, all in all, I think the the, the advice is because again, we don't know the the nuance of your your position, and I guess this can go with like for everyone who's out there is either doing something either in your career or if it's like a creative career that can kind of apply to this, but if it's also for a hobby or like um, again a little side project, it's one that involves a lot of people or one that involves a group of people is that you know you need to kind of all be on that same page because. A creative endeavor can be just a group group of people coming together being like, hey, let's do something for fun. And everyone just assumes that it's it's doing something for fun. But if you're like, yeah, but I'm committed to do this once a week or once every two weeks or even once a month, whatever it is, and you like, that is my commitment, they might not either know that that's your commitment or be like, oh, that's not what I really want to do. Mm. So I would say have a sit down one-on-one with them and be just like, hey, look, I've noticed you're, just, you're not coming – you know, you're not coming early. You're always a bit late. Um, and again, what is their performance or what are they like, you know, behind a microphone as well? Are they engaged? They want to be there. Are they constantly checking their phone? Are they distracted? Whatever it could be. Playing they constantly playing solitaire. <laughs> you know, constantly fidgeting with their hands because everyone in this company has an undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> you know, it's all these kind of things that like, you know, you need to kind of, you know, take into consideration. Um, and so, yeah, I'd have a sit down with them one-on-one to be like, look, you know, is this something you want to do? And if they're like, because look, they might feel being attacked. And of course, the, the human brain 
brain is always like, oh, yes, I'm being attacked. No, I must defend myself. Like, I remember, you know, um, after a period of basically, you know, depression or look, sadness, I, like, hadn't turned up for, like, a, a casual job I had. And then after a while, I finally called them up and was like, oh, hey, is there any more you know, shifts going? And then, like, a manager called me up afterwards directly and basically chewed me out because I was just like, you know, when you are here, you know, you're you know, reading a book, you're, uh, <laughs> you're not very engaged or whatever, so, you know, we can have you back. But, you know, you have to go under, un, you know, undergo quite intensive training, retraining, basically. And, of course, I, like, kowtows, like, oh, my God, yes, of course, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I need to do that. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit human being. And then, like, I hung up, and then I was just like, wait a minute. You did that because you hated that job. Call them straight up. Yeah, you're right. No, I hated that job. I don't mm. I don't want to come back. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for wasting my time. They then basically kowtowed to me to be like, oh, well, no, if you ever want to come back, you know, please call me. And it just is this weird thing. I don't know, certain types of people, myself being one of them, at the moment you feel like that inkling that you're in trouble, you automatically just like, no, 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 I am not. But yeah. it might be one of those cases where like, oh, yeah, look, I actually don't want to do this. I feel like I feel like that's such a common experience that no one really talks about. I think people talk about, you know, oh, there's always a silver lining to something. But I reckon everyone's had the moment of being stressed about something, not enjoying something that you think you want. And then yeah. as soon as it's gone, you end up being okay. Yeah. And it just, that, that happens so often. Yes. People talk about silver linings, but no one talks about that particular thing where it's like you just didn't realize. And that's so okay to do. Mm. As soon as you realize, I think I've mentioned it before, like, Life is too short to do something you don't want to do, but it's long enough that you can just try lots of stuff. Like, mm, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess have a chat to your mate, see exactly what they want. Also, have a chat to, if you, again, if this is like a, a you know, it, it depends how many people you're doing this with. If you're doing this with a group of, say, four people, and that person is, like, always late, you can kind of carry on with three. If you're doing it with three people and that person's late, you can carry on with two. If it's just the two of you, okay, you should have a chat. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so work work it out exactly what you want to do and how you want to go about this. But I would, I would just have, you know, first off, I would just have a sit-down conversation. Actually, no, before that, I would just have a sit-down conversation with yourself okay. to work out what it is that you want and what it is that you want to get out of this endeavor, be whatever it is. Maybe have a chat to the people who aren't late who are the ones who are always there to see what what they also want because they might be like oh no we just thought this was a hobby and look you know we're on time because we're punctual um not because we care um <laughs> and you know, have a chat with them to see like you know where where do they stand are they kind of like oh yeah i really want to do this or are they like oh yeah look uh, if this falls through eh, yeah cool i get to spend yeah. time with my wife kids husband family xbox whatever um that doesn't you know no no skin of my nose whereas you know they might be like no, no I'm, I'm all for this and then you know have a chat with the person who's late and have that conversation and be like well we want to either you know pursue this as a bit more of a serious hobby and if you know you're the one that's holding us back i'm sorry but are you going to be offended if we continue without you and, you know, just see where that goes. And hopefully everyone is mature enough yeah. that they're not going to have that knee-jerk reaction or that cow-town reaction of like, oh, no, I'm so sorry, I'll, I'll try and be a better human being, and not realizing that, oh, actually, yeah, no, this isn't for me. So, yeah. look, I, have a conversation, discuss the options, and be honest with each other and be honest to yourself, mm. I think is, is the yeah. best sort of advice I can give in that situation. Yeah, oh, I completely agree with that. Honesty. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Life's too short not to be. Yeah. <laughs> how many, if you think forward into the future, like how many more weeks or fortnights? I don't know when you record, but 
how much longer do you feel is okay to put up with it? The answer mm. is none, but if you don't do anything, <laughs> it will be forever. Well, yeah, because that, that's a thing, I think. Again, starting a podcast is a very specific one, but again, this kind of comes down to like, because if you are starting a podcast, you also got to work out what is your time frame. So for like new shows, that kind of stuff, they have like a cycle and it's usually either going to be like a daily cycle, a weekly cycle, a fortnightly, monthly, whatever it can be. And it's kind of like, well, that's your cycle and that's your sort of deadline. So you got to work out like, well, hey, this is the thing that I want to do on a weekly event because for some reason everybody is like, yes, a weekly cycle is the best. I say fortnightly is pretty all right. Oh, I period. <laughs> I 100% agree. I'm like monthly, to be honest. But no, but you got to kind of work out, well, all right, you know, can we sustain the same level of energy and the same level of commitment mm. week in and week out for the next X many years? Yeah. Same amount of content <clears throat> as well. I mean, there's there's a reason why we only do this fortnightly, and that's because – we only have so many problems in a week that you can <laughs> talk about. And, like, to be honest, I think if I did this weekly, I'd be emotionally really exhausted talking about, like, yeah. how shit I think yeah, my life yeah. is weekly. Because, <laughs> again, a lot of problems as well. Like, time, like, look, <laughs> a bit of a life hack. Time will fix most problems, oh, if not all. Things. Yeah. Uh, and then and by fixing it, that could simply just be the heat death of the universe. Um, so, your time will fix a lot of problems. And so it's just kind of like, yeah, that thing that that problem I've got that's had I've had for the last week still there and hasn't resolved itself because it hasn't quite been long. Yeah, enough. I haven't given it enough time to resolve itself and yeah. to pursue other options to to resolve it. There's mm. also a reason why there's four of us. Yeah. Like we rotate through our problems. <laughs> so yeah, have have a think about yeah. Again, if podcasting is a, is a is a really interesting uh, medium and it's a really interesting uh, i guess kind of situation that like everyone sort of got themselves in because the bar to do one is quite low it's like it's very easy to kind of just jump in and you're like i've got a microphone and everyone thinks that they've got an opinion um, and everyone is like yep cool and then they shout and you know sometimes and, and again like I'm, I'm saying this, trying to be as humble as I can, because sometimes I'm like, why are you listening to my voice? I'm a dickhead. But again, a lot of people don't realize it's like, well, we're entertaining for ourselves. We're not maybe not necessarily entertaining for everyone else. Or I'm just trying to do this for this reason. Or And I've seen this a lot when I go to sort of, um, you know, meetups or type, type, type things where I'm doing a talk or something like that to people. And it's it's very almost transparent that people are sort of doing something as a stepping stone for the next thing or they're just trying mm. to do this for what might seem on the outside a very altruistic endeavor is actually quite a selfish endeavor and you're sort of going like okay well why, why are you really doing this and so it is very easy these days to sort of start Anything on like a podcast or to start something on YouTube or to start something online, anything like that. But you, you kind of got to be committed and, and, and maybe have a think. Like a lot of self-doubt helps, I find. A lot of self, low self-worth really helps. Uh, <laughs> keeps you humble. Keeps you humble, cats. I think self-reflection and introspection are quite helpful. Being being unnecessarily I mean, I harsh. Fine. Unnecessarily <laughs> harsh, I don't think is always constructive. I don't think it's ever constructive. Oh, no. mm, I know, it's mildly constructive. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to reassure myself here because I'm yeah, a little yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, maybe a bit. But 
<laughs> don't listen to us. Don't listen to we're us. just Again, podcasters. We're just idiots. Like. <laughs> Look, I think this this the, the magic zone of like, especially for good comedy that we've found is that high self esteem, low self worth. And that's basically the greatest Venn diagram you can have for great comedy. Yeah, I think that that just sounds like comedians go into that little sliver. Yeah, you very healthy. It's, you go, the, it's the magic zone, Cass. You go either side. It's no, bad. If you slip out of that balance, no, 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 so bad. Shh. In the middle, comedy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you want to aim for. Oh, like, maybe, maybe yeah. just see a psychologist. But that's like I don't. I think gin is gross. I oh think my gin is gross. I think tonic water is gross. But you put them together, and suddenly you have a delicious drink. And it's exactly. the same. Low self worth, high, high self esteem. Both gross things. Put them together. Comedy. There you go. <laughs> Us in a nutshell. Delicious. Oh. <laughs> nah. Nah, so, my yeah. self-worth's pretty good. <laughs> I deserve um, the world. Oh, no, I've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so all in all, have a chat to your friend. Uh, but, yeah, let us let us know how it turn, turns out. And if you out there have uh, some sort of quandaries or some moral dilemmas or you're just having a shit one, you want us to have a chat about it, Please email us in hapitalpod at gmail.com. We are not professionals. We'll just give our very basic bitch dickhead <laughs> advice that you maybe shouldn't follow. Uh, yeah, the BBD advice. Yeah. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Cass. I've been Ruby. And we're still fine. <laughs> so fine. And we hope you are too. Thanks for listening. If you do need help, Go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubbly Plank. And I'm at Cass Cass Page. Thank you so much for finally changing, Cass. Yes, one of my many marvellous decisions. Mm. <laughs> 